goddamn right. Huck, I'm hostile. Hostility all over, Will. Bringing the heat. God, unbelievable this week. We're pissed off today, folks. Jesus. Hell of a week. Oh, my God. How is everyone doing? BK here. News Roundup Podcast, 7.20 p.m. Pacific Coast time. Took last week off. I'm pent up. I'm pent up, Will. Got to get that nut off, dude. <laughs> I got my. I got uh, Will is here. My, neighbor Will, my, my neighbor. Uh, I love having Will on. Um, he's not only is he uh, very intelligent. He's uh, media savvy. Thank he's you. been around the block. Um, we have similar thoughts on stuff, and I feel we uh, balance each other out well. So, Will, how you doing? You went up to Big Bear. You were saying, yeah, over it was the great. Weekend. It was a nice little break. It snowed from, like a foot up there. Got about a foot of snow. It's beautiful, unbelievable. I don't go skiing or snowboarding, so that was kind of the. Yeah. Bullshit of it all. But I sat in a hot tub. I drank beer. I drank oh, whiskey, smoked weed, smoked cigars. I mean, you can't get much better than that. You can't. It was a good time. You know, got to throw the cell phone away for a weekend. Didn't have to worry about email or any bullshit. You know, as much shit as we put up with here in California, and I'm going to get into that, believe me. Like, if yeah. we were like a landlocked, you know, shit, you know, state like Nebraska. No offense, <laughs> Nebraska. You know what you are, though. Yeah, you're terrible. If we, if we were that and we had the same politicians and same policies here, nobody would live there. I would move out in seconds. In, uh, you would never go there. In it's weeks awful. time, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, go ahead and follow me at uh, BK Actual on Twitter. Will, you have Twitter, so anybody um, want to follow? I'm trying to make a specific Twitter account for this. Haven't done it yet. Haven't gotten <laughs> okay, around to it. Keep it secret. I, keep deal. I know. Being around me is like, yeah, you'll get in trouble for that. But yeah. uh, I'm also just anti-social media. I fucking hate it. Oh yeah, I know it's uh, it's it really is killing us. And again, I want to get into that in a minute. Like, you know what I figured out today? I got bef- actually, you know, the thing is, I you know when I usually do this podcast, I've got a, a little monologue, and I want to give you some details on some stuff because there's been some shit going down out here that's bugging the hell out of me. But um, even before that, you know, I had a revelation today, Will. Sure, tell I, me. I I have realized that now people are starting to treat each other in real life like they are on Twitter and in social media. It is freaking unbelievable to me. It's kind of ridiculous. Like the rude, like just, uh, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's just like completely rude. Nobody cares about anything. There's no like any kind of, uh, trying to have a dialogue or anything like that. It's just insane, dude. I mean, where is this? Uh, it, it like never ends, you know? And to show that, like I found this, uh, <laughs> I found this, freaking uh this video and so what happened was in louisiana uh a congressman down there it was senator bill cassidy sorry i'm just scrolling trying to scroll through this and get the right spot uh senator bill cassidy had a a town hall and as you know all the rage has been like you know you know you got to hold these town halls and you've seen everybody's seen on tv all the people you know the the protesters showing up and Mm -hmm. screaming at them and stuff like that all with the same identical pre-made signs but yeah they're totally organic protests right george soros made those signs for them (laughs) that's right and he uh and the thing is they they they're not there to talk. They're 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 just to scream and like they don't care how they look to other people. They don't care if they get. A, they don't want to. Ha- they're not there to have a dialogue. Mm-mm. They're not there to have. Believe me, I'm all about show up, protest. I'm all about it. Sure, but don't just sit there and scream over people because then you just look like an asshole. Listen to this. This is a veteran. <laughs> There's a veteran at this meeting, this town hall meeting, and this is him. Uh, Basically, he, they're, they're, he's trying to recite this Pledge of Allegiance, okay? Well, mm-hmm. listen, listen, to this crowd, listen to how this crowd sounds.
It's a brave man, dude. Up there. You should see, and this crowd is filled with these old, haggy, leftist, wrinkled, shriveled, angry, foot stomping, fucking degenerates, dude. And it's like now, but the meme out in media land is like, wow, these Republican congressmen are so pussy to not hold these town halls. And I'm like, look at what they're going up against, dude. I wouldn't want to hold that. No, who would want? Fucking, it's a pledge of allegiance. Thank God you live in a country. I'm not asking you to say the pledge. I'm not asking you to hold your hand over your heart. I'm not even asking you to stand for the pledge. How about a little fucking common courtesy while a veteran recites the pledge and keep in mind that you do live in a republic where you have freedom of speech, you have the ability to shout and scream at your elected officials and not fucking go get arrested or anything for it. I don't know how that senator, this congressman, sorry, I don't know how he did it, dude. I would have been like, sit the fuck down, shut the fuck up, any more fucking outbursts, I'm going to have this fucking 300-pound deputy tase the shit out of you and drag you out of there or you can have a dialogue with me and we can talk and that's fine. You can address, you can ask me whatever you want. I'll answer whatever you want. You don't shut the fuck up. I'm throwing your ass out on the street. I know he can't do that. I fantasize about it. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's why I could never be in office. I would be knife handing people just like, fuck yeah. you, fuck you. And Did, I'll kill you yeah. and I'll shoot you. But, uh, you know, anyway, well, but it just got respect. me really going. Well, you have know? some fucking respect for a guy who fought for you too. Like, the whole reason you can go to this fucking town hall and be a douchebag is because this guy put his life on the line for you. I hate that the disrespect people show veterans. It never ceases to amaze me. Yeah, man. It's just, I don't, I don't understand it. Uh, but, and Plus like, it's a harmless would, thing. Kindergartners say the Pledge of Allegiance with more, you know, like order. Who would, who would want to just show up for that? You know, that's I what wouldn't. fucking kills me. I don't know. But I, I don't know what's going on these days. That was a really cool analogy, though, to kind of hear that you know, the social media influencing our lives and kind of becoming real life Yes, because that's what it's kind of like. If you read all this shit on Twitter, it's so rapid. It's so fast. There's so yep. much shit coming at you, but you don't hear people saying it. No, that's there's what, no, there's no detail. Yeah. There's no story behind the story, which I'm going to get to in a minute. And it freaking drives me crazy, sure. dude. And that's I mean, what Twitter sounds like in real life. Yes. It's people just screaming over one <laughs> that's, another. That's, and like, I, I can't say anything. It's right unbelievable. Now. It's but, retarded. All right. Uh, well, to get into my main story, as you, uh, well, that's, uh, as you probably don't know, if you live if you uh, live outside of California, uh, we had another police officer killed out here. Oh, see, I didn't even yeah, hear yeah, about of course, that. Of course, you, of course didn't. you didn't. You didn't. You didn't. And before we even, you know what? I'm. I, I swear, I'm, I built up for a Take rant a today. Breath. I know. Take I got a deep breath. Before I even get to that story, because that's my main story. Um, that's what slays me when they're they're like media bias and they're like no 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 like I remember like Trump was saying oh you know you didn't cover these Muslim attacks or whatever like that and then they, and what they do is there's like no 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 they snidely say like look at all these articles we published about it yeah you published one article on section E1 E17 whatever you know thanks a lot for that to contrast <laughs> that the media focuses on stories that they really think is important check this out dude I never watch local news. I can't even, like a local news broadcast, you know, the 30-minute broadcast you get that's about San Diego or wherever you live. You know, they they feature the, you know, the skiing puppy, the surfing dog, whatever (laughs) they got. You know what I'm saying? It's like light, mostly. Yeah. They might have like 30 seconds on this, 30 seconds on that. When the Trump travel ban first kicked off, they, I walked over to a friend's house um, who happened to have the local news on. They were, they had in studio on a half hour local news show and they had like a seven minute uh, segment with an in-house, in-studio immigration attorney. And I'm like, I have never seen that in my life. Have you ever heard of a segment that long on a local news show? No. Because that to them is like the biggest outrage. That's what kills me. It's not local news. uh, 
I mean, maybe in certain regards, but like that's national shit. Stop. People need to fucking grow up Mm -hmm. and stop acting like the media is this noble organ who, you know, is, is the stalwart of democracy. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. It's like, they gave that shit up a long time ago. Maybe that used to be true, but what they, I mean, the New York times, CNN, all these, they, they don't, they want, they want to take Trump down. They want to take anybody down. They don't really care about, they take sides just like Breitbart does. Breitbart takes a side and they're sneer, mm-hmm. you know, they're no better. They yeah. have their outlook and they just go with it and that's what they want. But stop. Let's, let's all stop playing pretend. Let's all, let's yes. stop playing pretend. Yes. Let's all just say, have the New York times admit, which their columnists regular do regularly mm-hmm. do uh, say like, yeah, we hate the guy. We want to take him down. Uh, we hate all right wing things. We hate uh, any deportations. We hate all that. Just do it. Just you know? do it. You know, it's in, uh, segue a little bit. I saw today John Podesta just got a job with WAPO. Unbelievable. And that made they, me, I, I laughed out loud yeah, when I saw that. Somebody's, I read somewhere that somebody said he, he did that because when they eventually come to arrest him for molesting thousands of children <laughs> and selling them into sex slavery, which happened, by the way, that fucking happened. <laughs> Wait, what? that did not happen. The Pizzagate shit. Have you done that? Is, about? No, that's not real. I think Get Pizzagate's real. No, right, stop. Um, but okay, but still, people were saying that he did it so he can claim he's like a member don't, of the press and can't be arrested or persecuted. Nah, don't, like, don't get me wrong. I do. I get great joy out of conspiracy <laughs> theories. Like it's, a fun, like it's a fun one. It is. It, it is. is. But like the people who like this is like the same thing of the people who are saying like Obama was a Muslim and all that. But mm. see, they were ridiculed and marginalized even by fellow conservative rightists. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And uh, so there's. But the, you know the but the media now the conspiracy is like you know Trump is this Russian robot who's oh been pre- it's just like shut up it's retarded it's it's the stupidest thing ever and I like what you said just everybody just come clean yeah just take your fucking veil I don't off. I don't pretend I I don't pretend to like be neutral I know like that's the hot thing to do especially like all the vet the politically correct veterans on social media mm-hmm. you know they're like well on one hand this and on the other hand I'm like dude you're, you're the o- you're the only one playing that game yeah you're the only one okay you're so not, congrats. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You, man. Anyway, um, but listen, getting back to my main story, like I said, see, I'm all worked up. Well, Jesus, I'm, see, I'm drinking coffee at night. That's I'm, how worked up I am. I'm drinking some uh, cold brew tea right now. Oh, are you? Yes. I'm drinking like strong ass French press coffee. All right. Uh, so as you know, we lost a police officer and I'm going to get into it in a minute. Um, if you are, if you do read softrep.com and you've read my uh, weekly articles there, I actually covered this in great detail, what I'm about to say, but in light of losing another police officer, I felt it relevant for you. And I'm not going to take up too much of your time, but I thought it was relevant because right now we have a rising crime rate out here and we have police officers getting clipped by very bad people who had no business being here. And how did all this start? Well, let me just tell you. So on 23rd May, 2011, the U.S. Supreme Court upheld an order by a three-judge federal court requiring the state of California to reduce its state prison population to, mo- to no more than 137.5% of its di- design capacity within two years. Okay, so prior to the initiative, the state's prison population had risen to roughly 180% of its design capacity, and prisoners had become unable to receive routine medical or mental health care. Okay. I don't have a problem with like, you know, I guess it's some a routine care. Prison, man. It is. But my, if you told me that, you know what my first answer is going to be? Well, I guess we need more prisons. Yeah. That, that would be mine. That is the exact opposite of what the politicians in well, California do. They let a bunch of criminals just back on the street? Yes. So in response to this, the uh, governor and the state legislature passed two bills. The most significant one 
uh, was called Assembly Bill 109. It became law and went into effect on the 1st of October 2011. Under these laws, new nonviolent, non-serious, and non-sexual offenders with sentences of longer than one year would be housed in county jail facilities rather than state prisons. Also, inmates received from such facilities would be placed on county-directed supervision rather than state parole. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, that's irrelevant, so keep that in mind. Okay. So, by 2014, the state had offloaded approximately 25,000 prisoners to county facilities, but still was 9,600 prisoners short of the requirements set by the federal court. And I don't know... I didn't have time to pull it up. I don't know if this was a lawsuit brought. I'm sure it was just a lawsuit brought by some group, you know, to the, and the judges took a look at it. They found the right judge, like I've talked about in the past. You know, they went and looked for the right, made sure they had the right court, and, uh, you know, they got some done. So, um, to abide by the federal court's order, like I said, they passed the bill, and this was called the Public Safety Realignment Act, and it really changed how the state government dealt with lower-level felonies. And they said their goal was reduced recidivism. Now, um, in general, they said they keep claiming the crimes that qualified for this uh, are called the three ends, nonviolent, non-serious, and do not require the accuser to register as a sex offender. I don't know why they call that three ends. It doesn't make sense. Doesn't make any non-violent, sense. non-serious, non-sexual. Maybe? Okay, I'll yeah. go with that. All right. It's weak. So, <laughs> it's not great. Um, but, uh, but the thing is, and here's the key, they only would look at your last offense, and that's how they really got around this, right? They wouldn't I know, look at your full record? No, and I've heard reports like from reporters in Los Angeles and other areas like off the record. They're saying that even some of the more sophisticated like hard criminals will purposely you know, like shoplift or something mm-hmm. and, and kind of get caught. He's heard, they've heard anecdotally. That way they know that hey, he's a nonviolent offender even though like he, you know, raped a woman <laughs> 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and uh, so now, of course, all the libs love this, and all the LA Times wrote editorials saying this is the way to go. You know, we can't have this mass incarceration anymore. We have this three strikes law, which is freaking decru- uh, you know draconian. And uh, so that was AB one hundred nine. Okay, so uh, now that a couple years later led to Proposition forty seven which is a ballot proposition. So this is passed by you stupid voters out there, which I voted against. I still remember. (laughs) This was known by its ballot title, Criminal Sentences, Misdemeanor Penalties Initiative Statute. And this was passed by the voters on November 4th, 2014. And I love the way they call, I love the way they named these things. The measure was also referred to by its supporters as the Safe Neighborhoods and Schools Act. What this did was recategorize some nonviolent offenses as misdemeanors rather than felonies, as they had been previously categorized. The measure's main effects were to convert many nonviolent offenses, such as drug and property offenses, from felonies to misdemeanors. These offenses, including shoplifting, writing bad checks, and drug possession. I'm okay with that. And also, though, it took away the stick. Now, the prosecutors out here used to have a thing where, like, say you got caught with, like, a bunch of meth. Okay. All right. So they would say, like, we can either charge you with a felony or you can go to drug treatment, right? Okay. Most people would obviously take the drug treatment. Yeah. That was taken away from them. Now they had they can't charge them with a felony, so it's only drug treatment. And keep in mind, most people on meth have committed other crimes. Mm-hmm. It's not like... But the myth that they keep peddling is that there's all these guys rotting away in prison for like a dime bag of weed, which oh, yeah. is totally ridiculous. The nonviolent yeah, drug offenders. There's a guy at Pelican Bay 
who freaking had a half an ounce of weed. Just, you know, That's, it's nobody's absurd. Gonna, nobody gets incarcerated for a half O anymore. No, dude, in, in California, you know how bad you have to be to go to California State Prison? Pretty fucking bad. Really bad. Like, I mean, you San know, yeah, dude, they're yeah. like, those guys are like killers in there. <laughs> um, and uh, anyway, so they, uh, of course, the usual suspects, like I said, all fucking, you know, jizzed themselves all over the ballot proposition saying how great it was. Of course, I'm re- the measure was endorsed by the editorial board of the New York Times, which praised it as a way to reduce overcrowding in the state's prison. I don't understand what this obsession with overcrowding. Like I said, if it's overcrowded, build another, build another one. Yeah. What's the big freaking deal, dude? Um, and I don't want, you know, it, before you think I'm like some kind of, you know, freaking fascist, I'm not trying to like, I don't want to lock people up for no reason, but you've been sold a lie. You've been sold a lie, just like the illegal immigration thing, you know, where every illegal immigrant is a hard worker and or Yale bound honor student (laughs) when we've got guys with face tattoos running around clipping cops. And Mm -hmm. I'm going to get to that in a minute. Um, Anyway, continue on with prop 47. Uh, of course, all the, the district attorneys were fucking way against it. I, I, I listened to quite a few back and forth. I remember when it was going through. And uh, and the district attorneys were wildly against it. Eric Garcetti, of course, now current mayor of uh, Los Angeles, uh, loved it, and he thought it was great. And so that, that, so that went into effect. Now, which leads us to last November's election, the Donald Trump uh, election, November 8th. This was Prop 57, not content with AB 109 mm-hmm. and Prop 47. The freaking fanatics that we have running this state uh, came out with another one. And this was to allow parole consideration for nonviolent felons, again, just by your last charge, you know what I mean? That never mm-hmm. made the uh, that never made the news. Mm-hmm. And the idea was, and the way they sold it was like, oh, this is going to save us so much money. You know, and uh, of course, you know, this, which cracks me up because like the first time like a leftist ever gave a shit about government spending, you know? Yeah, right. I mean, like, dude, if you're going to, you know, I I don't know. I'm like not a, I don't consider myself a conservative or anything because I want to spend money on stuff like cops and firefighters and roads and and prisons, you know, because there's a lot of freaking assholes out there. Yeah. And if you fucking kill somebody, you deserve to pay for it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, you know, uh, the, you know, the proponents of the measure spent $11.75 million, which was a massive amount of money. And you know who the top contribution was from or was raised by? No. Governor Jerry Brown. I was gonna, our lunatic, senile-ridden fucking governor who runs this state. How old is he at this point in his life? I, he's got upper set, almost 80. That's old as fuck, man. Did you listen to him during the Oroville Dam thing? And client, All he does is yammer about climbing. The Oroville oh, Dam was... Uh, you want to hear my Jerry Brown? He's like, yeah. oh, uh, oh, we got the rain, uh, uh, climate change, and we got dam and crumbling and infrastructure. That's how he talks. Go Google it right now. <laughs> God damn it. Go Google it. Um, and of course, uh, on Prop 57, the measure was also supported by the editorial boards of the Los Angeles Times, the San Francisco Chronicle, and the Sacramento Bee. Why does an editorial board have any like sway in a political thing like that? They, you know? they don't, but you know, they're all these like, they're all these, uh, they're, these are like, this is what I'm saying about the media. They all think exactly the same way. Anybody who goes into journalism is a left is a left winger, like like way far lefter than the average person. Ninety nine point five percent of them. That's what. That's just one of those types of jobs 
that very left-wing people go into. They go into they go into law, they go into academia, they sure. go into journalism, they get into media. They get you would you work in media, you see it fucking I don't, every I don't work in media anymore, but I used to. But for, you know for how years. many how many people percentage wise do you think like were Bernie Sanders supporters oh, or I, I would say probably ninety eight percent. Exactly. Yeah. And it's not a stretch to say, you know what everybody knows it. Like and uh but yeah, that's who runs this state. Mm-hmm. Well, you look at the people coming out of college, it's a lot of arts and sciences grads. You know, it's, yeah. not, it's not business people. It's no. all philosophy majors and poli-sci majors and women's <laughs> studies majors. You know, and it, and it makes me laugh, but at the same time, I can't laugh at it anymore because I remember once yeah. I was looking over the Department of Justice Civil Rights Division. They had like all the, uh, some right-wing group did a uh, uh, little project where they basically, uh, and it's all public information, wasn't anything, you know, uh, bad or anything but they listed all the lawyers in the civil rights division and all these lawyers who make laws that greatly affect your life you should have seen their resumes they were all like uh you know chicano studies black african-american studies uh, from yale university they're all from all the right schools with Mm -hmm. all these wacky degrees and it's like yeah we make fun of those degrees a little bit but i'm not laughing anymore because those are the people who get into government and start fucking making shit like this they get into government they start teaching kindergarten this you know it's a quick sidebar, I saw this hilarious image and it was like a Facebook conversation between two people and this, this young woman says, you know, there aren't enough women in the STEM fields because of misogyny. And this guy says, well, do you by chance have a background in gender studies? <laughs> That's none of your business. <laughs> no, seriously, I, I was wondering because if you do, your education might shed some light on why you think misogyny is the reason that more women aren't in STEM fields. She says, yes, I do have a degree in women's studies. Shocking. Then why did you take women's studies when you could have studied something in the STEM fields? Boom. Yeah. You know, it's like they complain about all this shit, but you don't, there's no action. You don't do anything uh, about it's it. not. Uh, so those are your three, uh, but those are your three. Now you, now you know more about California and the wacky laws we passed than, than, than most journals are ever right, which brings us to this week. So uh, we had a Whittier police officer, Officer Keith Boyer, and he was shot to death by a fucking scumbag named Michael Christopher Mejia, uh, who's 26 year olds. And you want to see a mugshot, Will? Is go he an MS-13 guy? Did you, see, did you see his face? No, I'm going to look it up right now. His, go, go look it up. What's his name? His name is Michael Mejia, M-E-J-I-A. And it should come right up, I imagine, probably in, right in the images. This guy has like... Oh, my God. Yeah. He's got like tats covering his face. Like if you saw this guy, if he was walking towards me on the street, I'd be like ready. I, like would, run to, the, I would run the other way. If man. I couldn't run though, you know what I'm saying? I, yeah, I would cross the street. If I couldn't, I'd be like, okay, this dude is fucking fuck trouble. You up. Yeah. He looks like the fucking... He looks like the hardcore gang, member, gang banger he is. So uh, the he shot Keith Boyer to death. And then the police came out very strong because they were very, very upset because it turns out Mejia was released from state prison in April 2016 following a grand theft auto conviction. Uh, mm. conviction. He was on county probation under Assembly Bill 109. There you go. And then uh, basically he was arrested like five times since he's been out of jail already. So each one of those, if you're if you were a convicted felon in California, and you're arrested and convicted uh, on while on parole or probation, you were going back to prison automatically. It was like a year and okay. back to prison. That 
AB 109 got rid of all that. Okay. So, and also, like, what happened to three strikes? This dude was arrested, like, five other times. And each time what they did was they called a flash incarceration. They just send the guy to jail for, like, 10 days, like, to scare him. Go take a look at that guy's, that guy's picture. That guy's not going to be scared by 10 days in jail. That's where he, look at, he, all his buddies are there. Yeah, he runs that shit. <laughs> dude, go look at that face. He runs cell block A, B, and C. Oh, my. Yeah, dude. I mean, it was, it was brutal. This guy, not only did he kill Boyer... But he basically, he killed his cousin. This is how this whole thing started. He killed his he, own cousin? He killed his own cousin, shot, they started arguing, I guess, in the house. He killed his cousin, took a, then he got into a stolen car, and he took off. And he accidentally, like, rear-ended some people, apparently. And those people took one look at this guy, and they called the cops. And they were like, uh, we're uncomfortable. This <laughs> guy's know? fucking oh, crazy. Oh, and the funny part about the story was, so apparently Mejia, like, after he hit them, was like, oh, sorry, I hit you. He's like, hey, give me a ride. <laughs> Shut they, up. Are they you were, serious? Yeah, dude. Yeah, fuck you, man. Yeah, but, they were like you know, scared shitless. You tell a guy like that no, and he's going to get in your fucking face. Yeah, and this, you know, it's it's really tragic because this officer was 53. He was talking about retiring. Oh, Jesus. Uh, yeah, he wounded his partner, by the way, Officer Patrick Hazel. And... Um, yeah, he. It sounds like he's gonna be he's gonna be okay. But this is what, you know, I want to tell all these activists and shit. Th- these cops, this is what you don't know. What you're get, they think they're re- responding to a a non injury little mm. fender bender, right? Yeah. They walk up, and I'm sure they took one look at this guy and went, but it was too late. This guy just Mejia pulled out his gun, started shooting right and, on the spot when the cops right showed on up? the right on the spot. He was probably also knew that like, look, I just killed my cousin so it's not gonna end well no it's not gonna end well and um plus he's got a hot car yeah like hot in the sense that it was stolen yeah yeah his most recent arrest was february 2nd and in each like i said he was arrested five times in each case no charges were filed because these people know the laws these this and they're like yeah it's not worth it our hands are tied here Mm. You know, we should have like a Guantanamo Bay in like just for like guys like this. <laughs> this guy, because you know that you you talk to these activists and they're like, oh, we, we need like rehab programs. Go Google that guy's face, Christopher Mejia. Go look at that face and tell me what what is he going to work at a deli or something? Yeah, is he going to work at? You, you take one look at this guy and you'd like be sure. like I'd be like going to my weapon if I had one just to like have my hand on my. And if you're a gangbanger and and you get like a real job in the real world, it's going to be at like McDonald's or or a deli. And you can't tell me that that's a more profitable life than the life of crime. No, yeah, exactly. And this follows. Keep in mind, and I wrote about this when it happened at softrep.com. Uh, this follows a sheriff's deputy. Uh, last October 5th, Officer Steve Owen, he was a sheriff's deputy uh, in, uh, over in Lancaster, and he was executed after responding to a burglary call. The man stood over uh, stood over him, Trenton Trayvon Lavelle. He stood over the officer as he lay there, and he fucking put him four time, four in the head. Jesus Christ. Executed him on the spot, stood over him. And uh, yeah, this, man, I was reading some of the stories about that. These cops, man, I'm surprised he... Uh, I'm surprised he made it out alive because these these cops were pissed. Again, I'd be th- pissed. This was uh yeah this was this was a guy who was had a long long history of the uh, of violence in 2008. He pled no contest to resisting arrest and was given a 90 day jail sentence. Months later, he was arrested on suspicion of pointing a gun at an off duty USC security officer and robbing him of his wallet, cell phone, and watch. That's armed robbery. Mm-hmm. He pled guilty and was sentenced to six years in prison. He served roughly five years in prison uh, in multiple locations, and he was paroled in 2014. 
And then last year, he pled no contest to driving under the influence of alcohol and causing injury to another person. That Again, that should have been a year back in prison, right? Mm-hmm. Was did, did that happen? No. He was ordered to complete a nine-month first offender program for drunk drivers and enroll in a drug and alcohol counseling program. Get the fuck That's out of here. Joke. That's a joke. And then... We had uh, the, this one had a little bit more nationwide news. We had the, uh, the Palm Springs, the double murder of the police. You um, remember that I one? I remember that one. Right. That was rough. Uh, that was, uh, do I have it in front of me? No, I don't. I don't have the exact date in front of me, but that was when uh, uh, Officer Jose Vega, who was a 35-year veteran of the Palm Springs Police Department, and his partner, Leslie Zarebny, who was a rookie, I don't know have her age, but uh, she was very young, and she had just given birth to a baby. And again, they responded to a phone. They responded to a. Uh, they responded to a call, and they uh, got ambushed by this uh, John Felix dickhead. And of course, being a convicted felon and multiple gangbanger, uh, somehow he was able to get his hands on a a weapon. Which you know, wow, I'm really shocked that there a convicted criminal was able to do that. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? I mean, I'm just it's just. I, it's, and so there you go. So now all of you are more informed. This is what we're dealing with out here. This shit doesn't get covered. It doesn't get covered. It doesn't get covered in depth like we did. And you know what the, the sad thing is? The fucking Los Angeles Times had the goddamn nerve to write an editorial because what happened after after the Whittier uh, police officer was killed. The most recent one. The most recent one. What happened was the the uh, not only the county sheriff and the police chief of Whittier who gave Steve Piper, I think is his name. And I listened to this press conference live. He blasted Jerry Brown and he's like, these, this has got to stop. We're getting officers killed. Everything he said was completely true. So, so the LA times writes this fucking editorial. You know what, you know, they, you you imagine what they fucking headlined it. No, Chris criminal justice reforms didn't cause a police officers killing. They are so fucking full of shit. The whole article, you know, they said like, well, no, 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 he got out of jail. Uh, he served his time. He wasn't released early. And in that whole editorial, not once did they mention that the AB 109, Prop 47 and Prop 57 changed it where you would have gone back to prison mm. for those arrests like that clown see, did. It's sad. It's sad because obviously the officer like that sucks, especially a veteran of the force. But it's sad on, on a as a former journalist. You know, that's. That's just shitty journalism. How do you not fact check that? How do you not dig into that no, story? No, they, they you know, know I mean? because they don't because they pushed for it. That's what I'm saying. We have uh, this media that is in lockstep in this ideology, and it's this is all they care about. It's fucked up. All man. I've said this on Twitter a bunch of times. Go follow me on Twitter. That we have. I know, we, <laughs> nice. Get a little sorry, plug I'm, in I'm there. all worked up, dude. Um, I, I said we uh, like literally in this state, and if you think I'm kidding, you have no idea how bad it's gotten out here. Our entire state political and city political team care about really three things. The, the care and welfare of illegal immigrants. Mm-hmm. Uh, they care really much about the homeless. That's a lot. And uh, shit, I'm, I, I don't really know after that. Yeah, I wish they cared more about the homeless because those are people you could actually help out that. Yeah, I'm not saying they deserve help, but. Well, for you people living in LA, you've got like a billion, one point six billion dollar uh, measure, I believe, coming up that Eric Garcetti's trying to get to uh, pay for homeless. He wants I don't to build pay housing. For them. I think that's the, I think that's the wrong move. But like, where Starbucks was like, well, we're going to hire ten thousand immigrants. Like that's everybody got pissed off. Like hire ten thousand homeless people, but who, they won't. But that's, they'll never but that's, do that. No, it's, they it, it, well, no, the homeless won't work. 
Dude, I've done that before. Like, you go down, go down our seawall, Will. Walk okay, down there. It's pretty rough. Go, for, go, go look at those guys down there and say, like, wow, well, now which one of you gents wants to Fine earn an, which one of you fine <laughs> gentlemen wants to earn an honest day's wage for an honest day's work? They're going to sure. fucking tell you to fuck off and stab you and say, give me your wallet. Yeah. They're not going to look at them. I had thought about it that way. Dude, they're not going to work. Like, I read all these fucking hippies. They come up with, like, apparently up in L.A., like, some French chef wanted to, like, start giving the homeless, like, <laughs> cooking lessons. And I'm like, Let dude, me teach you. they're going to take your pots and pans and sell them to the pawn shop so they can get for money drugs. for crack. <laughs> you idiot. Yeah, they'll use your, your oh, kitchen to make fucking drugs. I can't say I don't Everybody's, like, delusional. It is. It, it's weird. I don't know. It's how this is. And it's maybe tough I'm as, delusional. No, I don't well, know. it's maybe tough. I'm wrong. It's tough know. as a younger person too because there's no there's no credible source to get any credible information from anybody. No, I, I, there's nowhere to go. And exactly, you're just left to your own devices. No, I don't believe anything anymore. I can't. You you can't. You have to take everything no. with the biggest grain of salt. I don't. Um, I read. So anyway, so there you go. You're caught up on. Uh, you're caught up on our lunatics out here running stuff. I'm sorry if I'm. I'm going to calm down now because now we're going to get. Another, I'm. I'm all worked up. Will I got to? It's gotta, okay. I gotta calm down here. It's all right, man. You're allowed to be. It's your podcast. <laughs> if, you were, if you were not worked up, I'd be kind of worried. Yeah, I know. Seriously, I do. It takes nothing to set me off. Really, I know. I live um, next door to you. Yeah. <laughs> so this, I like going to the Guardian newspaper because I get to mm. like look at these uh, now. Com- e- even by. Our crazy media standards, they're out there. You know, they're they're even like, you know, even like Washington Post writers are looking at the Guardian going, Man, you guys are lefties. <laughs> you know, like it <laughs> yeah. They are psycho. So they're British publication too, right? Yes. They're, they're not even American. No, they're British. They're very, very left wing. It's um it, it, it's 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 pretty funny. But they, they have these really funny like guest columnists all the time who who uh who just write hilarious articles. Now here's the title. Quote a moment that changed me, lashing out at a man who opened the door for the newly thin me by somebody called Stacy Huckaba. That's Huckaba. a terrible fucking title, by the way. Well, her point is, yeah, listen to this. Uh, oh, it's right here in the first two paragraphs. I don't have to read that much. Oh, this happened in America, too. Uh, she must. I don't know if she's American and writing in a British paper or what. Anyway, here's, here's, here's how the story starts. It was July 2014, Nashville, Tennessee. I was walking into a gas station for a bottle of water when the man behind me stepped up to open the door for me. With that act of kindness, something inside me snapped, and I flew into a blind rage. What? I began screaming at him at the top of my lungs. No, you cannot open this door for me. You wouldn't have opened it two years ago, so you damn sure can't open it now. I scowled and stormed away, completely what? enraged. <laughs> It was the third time that week that a man had done something polite for me. This is how I imagine her sounding as she talks. First, a man had bought me a drink at a concert. Oh, God. Oh, my God. And then there was a nice man who had helped me scoop up my groceries after after I dropped my bag. (laughs) So you're wondering, if you're wondering, I'm going to skip ahead. If you're wondering where all this came from. Time out. Yeah. As the title might imply, was she super fat? Yes. Lost a shitload of weight. What, and she's claiming that when she was fat, nobody would ever help her out. Correct. That's what a bitch. So two years before this, in July 2012, I weighed 365, dude. That's fat as fuck. D- damn. Damn, man. That's a huge bitch. She probably uh, couldn't wash herself right. <laughs> oh, God. The folds. Oh, oh God. Um, 
she was enormous. She had been her uh, entire adult life. She grew up an obese kid, obese teenager, obese young adult. Mid-40s, I'd ballooned into a hugely obese adult. Okay. Uh, but over the summer, as I started a massive journey to lose 220 pounds over the course of four and a half years. Now, you know what's funny here is she... I'm assuming that she... And I will take the hit if I'm wrong on this. I'm assuming she got surgery. Oh, at the lap band? Yes, or or some kind. Yeah. But she doesn't say that. She just makes it sound like she exercised it all maybe, off. Maybe she did. Possible. Possibly. But I'm, usually when... If you've ever watched the show... 220 pounds? Well... You don't lose 200... It's really hard to lose that much weight just like if you've, straight. Uh, if you ever watched the show My 600-Pound Life on TLC, it's a hilarious show. Oh, God, I mean, it's I not supposed to be funny, but it does make me laugh. Um... <laughs> Oh, they, they, they'll go in and, and if you weigh over X amount, you have to scale down before they can do that surgery. Right, true. But that's the weight range where most people do get the lap band surgery. So I would not be surprised because mm-hmm. if you've been overweight right. your whole life and you keep ballooning, right. that's like a psychological thing where you're convinced I can't do this. I can't but lose weight. Doesn't that sound like a nut though? Like, shouldn't you be proud yeah. that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, newsflash. No, men don't. Sorry. Aren't attracted to well. There's a aside from a tiny subset. Men aren't attracted to like huge fat people. Yeah, and, and, and neither women, are women. Aren't yeah, either. It goes both ways. It goes always. I mean, yeah, this you, is this whole fat acceptance crap. You I know, hate, I hate I the fat acceptance too. You know what? It's unhealthy. You oh. know what? Stop. Okay. No, it's not cool to be fat. Mm. It's you're like you're you're gonna die young. You're gonna die young. And, and it's like oh, oh, being fat is healthy. Like there's that. No, it's not. That uh. Stop it. That plus size model and plus size is, is a very plus, modest term. Plus. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a good that's a good piece. Shout out as, as Reddit fat people hate used to say she's a total land whale. Uh, her name is Tess Munster. But people call her Tess Monster, but she Tess Monster Monster. Yeah, look yeah. her up. She's fat as fuck. Oh, God. But she she kind of championed this whole fat acceptance movement, like being fat is healthy. And, and everybody's like, well, you can be fat. Like, we're going to get mad at you if you're fat, but you can't go around telling people it's healthy to be fat because frankly, it's not. And you're no, going to die. It's not. Um, it's a tax burden to all of us. Speaking of our wieners in the media, uh, Chris Cuomo. Chris Cuomo caught a little bit Dude, of shit. Dude, this guy is fucked in the if head. If you know Chris Cuomo from CNN, he is a fucking lunatic, okay? And, the Clinton News Network. Uh, and as you know, Will, the most pressing issue of our time, taking up about 90% of the media, they, oh they're not God. interested in any of the officers I mentioned. They don't give a shit. What they do care about is is transgender bathrooms. Oh that's God. what. That's all anybody talks about. And keep in mind... It's driving me crazy. Keep in mind, Will, that all... that The horrifying thing Trump did is just say to the states, do what you want. If you can have them, cool. You can't have them, cool. But people are acting like he just fucking executed a bunch of them. Right. All he's saying is just do what you want. Just, it's not that big of a deal. So Chris Cuomo apparently sent out like 90 fucking tweets about this subject. Like, okay, mm. you're a straight man getting this worked up about transgender rights. You're fucking weird, bro. You're soft. You're like, just weird. You have nothing else in your life to worry about, really? Well, he tweeted out. So some guy hit him up on Twitter, and he said, <laughs> the guy said, and dude, I think the whole thing's overblown and ridiculous. Don't get me wrong. I just thought this was funny. Sure. But this guy on Twitter says to Chris Cuomo, what do you tell a 12-year-old girl who doesn't want to see a penis in the locker room? And this is where it gets real fucked and up, And Chris folks. Cuomo said, I wonder if she is the problem or her overprotective and intolerant dad. Teach tolerance. Like, you're, you're te- tolerant. Oh, sorry, sweetie. What? I know you didn't want to see that dude's penis, but... Oh, my deal God. With it. 
Dude, what is like? What is happening, man? It's what pedophilia is, waiting to happen. Honestly, man. I mean, how did this become such a like, huge thing? For like, this is like the litmus lit, litmus test or something. Like, do you think? Honest question. Like I was saying about our crazy media. Do you think there's like one person at the New York Times who isn't? Um, for uh, I'm just rattling off uh, what are perceived to be left wing litmus tests. Sure. But do you think there's like one person working at CNN who uh, thinks abortion should be illegal, who thinks uh, transgenders uh, should use the bathroom of their biological sex, who mm-hmm. think um, illegal immigration, Ill- illegal immigrants should be deported? Probably not. There's I, probably like zero. I I would bet that there's one. You think? But honestly, they probably keep quiet, though. I tell you that well, you it's not to, socially mean, acceptable. It's a job. You got to get paid, you know, and, and if you're working at CNN, you... dude, I'm the only one gauche enough to say out loud that, you know, certain things, you know, I feel uh, you. you know, I'm, I'm, feel like, you. I'm like the last guy. I would, I would say there's probably at least one person there and their life is shit right now. <laughs> I'm, but dude, I'm the last veteran on Twitter who's like not trying to get into a movie, a TV studio your or something. Your tweets are great, man. They're very incendiary. Oh, God, I, love I know. It. I try. You know, well, you got to speak your mind. That's fucking America. You're supposed to be able to do that without people getting in your face. But and they this goes get back it. to that Twitter they, thing. It's yeah, like, they're all too pussy. Yeah. They, they don't in real life. Um. Anyway, so there's your uh, yeah. That's your oh, and Caitlyn Jenner tweeted out. She's very unhappy. She he, actually he Bruce she, Jenner. She, whatever. <laughs> I say Bruce Jenner all the time. Bruce, I said people dude, get so I actually, mad. I said, dude. I was like, dude, because apparently. Caitlyn Jenner put out a video slamming Trump about relegating it back to the States. Oh and I said, and I was like, can you imagine the howls of outrage if Trump would have just tweeted back like, calm down, Bruce. Oh my <laughs> God. That would have been like breaking. No, that would have been like worldwide uh, live news. It started dude. World War three right there. It would have uh, um, also Bruce Jenner <laughs> killed a lot of people too. We, he that, did kill somebody. That never, that was swept under the rug. Totally swept under the rug. <laughs> was it, it was a couple people, right? No, one, it was, that was just, a South Park it, joke. It was an old, but it was one person. It was like, yeah, I was like, I want to say it was like an older woman. Somebody yeah. sent me that on Twitter. He fucking pancaked her with his car. Yeah. He got off, you know, of course he did. Anyway. Uh, so there you go. Uh, it's going about as well as you can expect over in uh, Europe. A court in Austria has heard that had has heard that nine Iraqi immigrants gang raped oh. a teacher during New Year's Eve celebrations in Vienna. I saw this like nine hours straight or something. Twenty-eight year old said she was drinking a bar with a female friend was but was apparently taken away by four men and led to an apartment where five more men were waiting to begin the humiliating and agonizing attack, which lasted for two hours. Two hours. Uh, let's, ooh, gross. The defendants in the case are aged 22 to 45 and are all related to each other. Oh, creepy, dude. What is uh, with these, what is with these, 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 uh, Islamic immigrants and fucking gang rape? She like, was, uh, I, 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 dude, I could never like, I don't know. I'm not down with the, uh, the swinging thing with another dude. No, That's uh hell no. I, I couldn't, I couldn't it's deal FFM or nothing. <laughs> That's female, female, male for all you. <laughs> Uneducated oh, out there. No, they they all know. Everybody know. who listens to this show knows what that that anagram is. Dude, have you heard about this? Uh, this is flown under the radar too. Have you heard about this USA gymnastics doctor? No. Dude, this guy it turns out he might have like molested like hundreds of little girls. Like the Olympic team? Yes. The like, fuck? Yeah. He's uh like American hero Ali Raceman. Uh, well, I think they got him before the latest. But let me give you some quick background. All right. This guy's name is Lawrence Nasser. He faces 22 charges of first-degree criminal sexual conduct involving at least seven victims. And I've heard from the attorney. I heard him do another radio show. This attorney said there could be hundreds of victims. Oh, my God. Um, the attorney general of Michigan said, quote, this guy is a monster. 
End quote. So uh, the attorney Great general quote. said the assaults occurred at Dr. Nastor's home treatment room. There that you is go. so weird. Yeah, don't go to anybody's home. He's the John Podesta of yeah. the uh, Olympics gymnastics. <laughs> Again, there's no proof of John. <laughs> no, no, John Podesta, though, he does come off he as He looks fucking, creepy as fuck, man. Dude, would you let your kid around John Podesta? Hell no. no way. Um, so anyway, three former gymnasts. Oh, I didn't see this, but uh, I did hear about it. The three former gymnasts, uh, Jamie Danscher, uh, 2000 Olympic bronze medalist G- Jeanette Antolin and Jessica Howard told 60 Minutes that Dr. Nasser had touched them inappropriately while treating them. Um, he was fired in USA by USA Gymnastics in 2015 after working with the Federation since 1986. Mm. Uh, they fought. They have filed. The other women have filed civil lawsuits against him um, separately. He's 53, by the way. Faces charges for sexual abuse of a family friend and possessing child pornography. FBI agent said he had tens of thousands of pornographic images as well as videos of himself molesting kids. Good God. Talk just, about, I've heard enough. Talk about just getting caught with your pants get, down. Just put a bullet in his head, dude. Yeah. What, what value is that guy ever going to bring to society ever You again? know, that's, it's so crazy Like how this was like, how did it go on this long, though? This went know. on for like decades. It's fucked it's up. It's Sandusky, the shit, you know? It's Jared Fogel. I don't, you know what? I don't think maybe it got as much media coverage, sad to say, but I think it's less of a shock when it's, um, don't take this the wrong way. I think it's less of a shock when it's um, sexual assault of a minor when it's a male female. I don't I, think I it's, I don't think it's as, because Sandusky, that was like man on boy, mm-hmm. which made it just extra fucking disgusting. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a close second. Well, it's, it's sad to say, but it's, it's a rare it's a rarer thing, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, well, no, I'm saying that I don't think it got as much play because the amount of disgust. I mean, it's still gross oh, and disgusting, but it's not like little boys. It was a man on extreme. little boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, I don't know. That's just it, it, it's it's all this guy. He should just be killed. Yeah. Um, Put him in a cell with Jared Fogle. Let them bang each other. Did you hear about this chick who uh, she was? She's been charged with lying about being raped by college football players. You see oh, this shit? No, what happened? Uh, two college football players who were suspended from their team last year and saw their scholarships revoked after rape accusations have been cleared by police after authorities say the rec- accuser recanted her story. Uh, a woman named Nikki Nikki Yovino, only eighteen has been charged with second-degree falsely reporting an incident and tampering with and or fabricating physical evidence in connection to an incident at Sacred Heart University football party in October. Uh, When pressed about inconsistencies in her original statement, Yovino admitted that she made up the rape allegations against the two football players in hopes of gaining sympathy from another man who was a prospective boyfriend. Oh, my God. Dude, what a psycho. That's fucking crazy. You know, I've said this about the... uh, you know all the 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 fake hate crimes and shit. Yeah, these cops, these 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 people really think the cops know when you're lying. What oh, do you yeah. think they're fucking stupid? No. They see this shit every fucking day. I guarantee you, these cops knew within thirty seconds that she was full of shit. <laughs> they right. know. What are you? What are you dumb? You think you're gonna fool like you're some hard? You're piece an eighteen. Of shit kid. Yeah, you know nothing, dude. Yeah. It kills me. They always try to get it. And then like the cops are like, is that really what happened? And they're like, they fall apart. You know, they mm-hmm. know. They know instantly. It's a yeah. joke. Um, so I'm just that's why they press you on that shit though, because you crack eventually if you're lying. Of course, unless you're a seasoned liar. A uh, a Texas preschool teacher is removed from classroom after Twitter calls to kill some Jews come that. to light. Did you see this? Saw that. Here's a picture of her. Um, she's wearing a hijab. 
course. So she's uh, of the Muslim faith. Yeah, she was talking to her friends back in Palestine. <laughs> Is that what? Oh, yeah, I'm getting to that. Uh, listen, her name's Nancy Salem, who teaches at the children's court, or taught, because she's been shit canned, <laughs> taught at the children's courtyard in Arlington, uh, Texas was among 24 anti-Israel activists exposed last week by covert campus watchdog group uh, for expressing racist thoughts online. Salem, an activist, like you said, Will, associated with the University of Texas at Arlington chapter of Students for Justice in Palestine, used her now-disabled Twitter account to post such remarks as, quote, how many Jews died in the Holocaust? Not enough. Ha, 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 end quote. (laughs) Wow. I mean, I'm not laughing at the joke. That, that's just, no, that's an absurd it, it thing is. to say. It's insane. How do you not know that's going to come back around and bite you in the ass? Oh, is that the only one they have listed? Bummer. There's a couple. There's like three or four. Yeah, I can dig I don't, them up. I'll dig them up Yeah, for you. you go, I, I don't... Uh, that's okay. We, we, got, right. we got a lot to cover. Move on. But yeah, go look it up. Uh, but yeah, go look at uh, Nancy Salem there. Yeah, there you go. That's what you get. That's what you get at the that's preschool. That's what you get. Yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. You know, I, I had a, a cousin who lived in Palestine for the last couple of years. He was starting a business over there. Really? Uh, yeah, he was a successful guy. It was cool. Um, he what, just, did he get a visa? Or that work? I don't really know how it worked, but he had a great time, and he just moved oh. back. But he's, he, uh, he has this great joke where he says, you know, the first year you're over there, you hate the Israelis. Right. The second year you're over there, you hate the Palestinians. The third year you're there, you just hate everyone. <laughs> what you... You know what? You have no business getting in the middle or picking. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to tell all of you who, you know what? I, uh, I, I don't really like, I support, I suppose the concept of a democracy. So my sympathy is much more aligned towards Israel, but, uh, you know, they're all crazy people in the middle East. I don't know if it's the heat or what. Yeah. It's kind of fucking weird. Um, listen to this shit. A 27 year old Carrie man is Carrie. Uh, I'm sorry. I should look this up. This is we, we don't we don't prep here, people. I, okay. While, while you're looking that up, I, I have yeah. some of those tweets from Salem. Oh, please, too. yeah, read them off. So she says, uh, talking to a friend, have a safe trip, Lulu. I love you, baby girl. See you in three weeks. Kiss the Palestine ground for me and kill some Jews. Heart. <laughs> no way. Yep. And another, and then the the Holocaust one, and then there was a. Uh, I think those are the only two listed here, but still, you know, wow. Yeah. Jeez, that's she went big, dude. Oh, and speaking of that. Uh, as long as we're on the subject, here's a little breaking news for you because the local media, I don't think they've covered this, but there was a uh, a, uh, a USD, University of San Diego, email went out, a student, because I'm taking classes there. Okay. And uh, it went out because from the president of the school, they discovered a swastika. Oh, I heard about this. Yeah. I heard about this from uh, somebody who uh, went there too. Right. Yeah. But the funny, like my, I'm, I'm on the fence about this. Mm-hmm. So, my feeling, because when I first got the email, I'm like, dude, you just told thousands of people about an incident that nobody would have even seen if just you would have just it washed it off. And so what I understand the email say? Uh, it said, you know, there's been an act of intolerance. Um, and he did say specifically there's a swastika drawn on the wall. Cool. So that's that's my question. You will. Is it better to just quietly remove it and therefore deny the person a platform who is obviously trying to get a rise out of people? Or should you bring it to light there? But now you're feeding into whoever did its uh, motivation. You know what I'm saying? Sure. That's so, a great question. Uh, it's a tough one. You would, know, and then there's the fact just, of who, who you don't. And then as we've seen multiple times, what if it was uh, what if it was a hoaxer? You know, yeah. what if it was somebody trying to draw attention and say, look how, look how uh, intolerant USD is. And to show that I'm going to draw this swastika. 
Mm. You know, we've seen that happen. And how many hate crime ho- hoaxes have I covered on this hot podcast? Many, many, mm. all the time. I'd Especially right just, after the election. I'd probably just scrub that shit off and forget about it. Yeah. If it and if it keeps popping up, then maybe it's a problem. Then but. maybe it's a problem. Um, oh, I found out where uh, Carrie is. Carrie, North Carolina, a 27-year-old Carrie man is facing federal charges after the U.S. Attorney's Office said he threatened to injure people over the weekend. This guy's name is Garrett Asger Grimsley. The fuck? <laughs> and he wrote a message, and I'm going to get to the twist here in a minute. He wrote a message stating, don't go to carry tomorrow on February 19th. In a follow-up private, private message, oh, he used a messaging app called Whisper. I don't know what that is. In a follow-up private message conversation, Grimsley said the following, for too long, the Keffer have spit in our faces and trampled our rights. This cannot continue. I cannot speak of anything. Say your dua, which means prayers, sleep, and watch the news tomorrow. It will be only the beginning. You want ready for the twist? Yeah. It's a white guy. Yeah, there's a picture. Well, Keffer is a I don't know. South well, African slur for black people. No, it's not just South African, though. But it's non-believer we're... for... No, it's Kufer. Oh. Yeah, Kufer, Keffer. It's, oh, it stems from... Of... Yeah. But that's his picture. He didn't look Arabic to me. And like I said, his name's like Garrett. His name's Garrett, which like is like the whitest yeah. white guy name ever. He looks like a French descent, if anything. Yeah, he looks like a total weirdo. He looks how crazy. Is, doesn't how he? is it spelled? How's the G A R R? No, no, no. The uh, oh. kefir. Oh, it's uh, it it's it's K U F F A R. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Kufar, I might have mispronounced that. Yeah, whatever. I have seen that word like in various well, in languages. Af- many in South th- African yes. apartheid, it was like K A F. Yes, and that was F. like derogatory for yeah, black people. It's a different Correct. word. Okay, cool. Correct. That is a different word. Uh, let's see what else we got here. So uh, I didn't. I didn't hear about this one well, but there's a new sex trend coming out. Um, the title of this article is "The Latest Sex Trend." Spraying vaporized liquid nitrogen on your genitals. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, he's speechless, huh? I, I mean, maybe that'd be fun, but what if you like freeze your dick off? This is uh, from the Ainscow Hotel Spa in Manchester, England, offering a new service called Love Mist that's mm. taking off in the United Kingdom. Love Mist. It involves a, relax, a relaxation therapist spraying a mist of liquid nitrogen onto your private parts. The vapor is rated to be as cold as minus 256 degrees Fahrenheit. I don't, I wouldn't do that. Uh, they claim when the sub-zero temperatures cover the skin, the sudden drop in heat stimulates the temperature receptors and improves your spec, uh, your sex drive. Hmm. Uh, that, sound, that sounds made well, up, you know, doesn't what's, it? What's, what's interesting is that's almost like the cryotherapy where you do the, the nitrous sauna, the ni- right. nitrous sauna. But yeah. you're not allowed to, if you're a guy, girls can go in naked because you're, you know, you're like ovaries and shit are inside. But if you're a dude, that shit can freeze your nuts off, literally. Yeah. So I don't know. That sounds kind of dangerous. Yeah. Um, I'm not letting anybody get anywhere near my genitals with minus 256 yeah. degree Fahrenheit stuff. So. Yeah. Uh, so as you know, Will, we had, uh, we've had panicky stories all week over the, uh, grotesque and anti-American immigration sweeps that mm-hmm. happened last week, which I've, I've covered, you know, for years now. And I don't know if you, I think you saw my tweet about this because 
This latest immigration street, which was sweep, which led to massive protests all over the usual people coming out, the activists protesting, uh, our California representatives all chimed in numerous tweets, way more than they tweeted out for the Oroville dam, almost breaking apart and killing thousands of people. They don't give a shit about that. This the DHS came out and said, uh, yeah, we've actually like 99% of them are like violent offenders. And the and the other 1% are people who have had final or have gone through the courts mm-hmm. numerous times. And even those liberal ass judges finally said, you got to go. Mm. They all had final deportation orders. So guess what? They rounded them up. So the media went hysterical. They got a total of 680 people. Okay. There's not even that many. Do you know how many people they estimate to have final orders of removal, not including the illegal aliens in jail? Is it eight or 11 million? Well, that's total probably illegal immigrants, which who knows that title, but the, but the amount of illegal immigrants in the United States with final orders of removal is almost a million people alone. So you're getting like that's what, a million. So you got like less than and you 1%. got 680 people, and the media went completely apeshit. And this is what I'm talking about: the fake media. Because I went back and looked, and it turns out that in one day, back in 2012, uh, ICE deported uh, they they arrested 3,100 people. It's like like a lot more, t- t- shit ton more. Nobody said a goddamn word. Do you remember anything? There were no, no. protests. There was nothing. Which makes you again. It doesn't matter what he does. Everything Trump does or anything the government does from here on out is going to be the end of democracy. Sure. It's fucking... It's retarded. It's driving me insane. Up a wall, man. And today was the other example where Sean Spicer apparently didn't let CNN and the New York Times come into a press meeting or something. a couple more than that, like BBC and BuzzFeed and LA Times, but whatever. I mean... Dude, that's not... You know, they don't understand that... Every president has done that. Remember, I, yeah. I saw a story today. Obama kicked a couple people off Air Force One because he claimed there was no room. Just happened to be that everyone he kicked off was a conservative. He had private meetings sure. with fucking sympathetic journalists off the record all the time. Mm-hmm. They pick and choose their confidants. They're the trying to spread president. their message. It's dope. I mean, you're not. You're not. A lot. Of, a lot of what I heard was, "Oh, freedom of the press." And we had talked about this a little bit earlier, but I got a lot of texts from people like, as a former journalist, you should be terrified about this. But no, oh, I, oh, yeah. And I told you because you told me that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. Somebody literally said the exact same thing to me. I was like, I'm well, like, first of all, I'm not a journalist. I was like, he's not stripping there. Like, they could still, like, they can print whatever the fuck they want. They still have freedom of the press. He's just saying you can't come in this room right now. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And, you know, the funny thing is, I really think they're more mad because now what is happening is they're feeling like they're losing their position, in my opinion. I feel like they're lashing out because now all of a sudden he's like not treating them yeah. like real. And, you know, it kills me that the, the uh, Republicans or whoever else, they play this game where they're like, oh, you can't do that. The media will be mad. And they've been playing it for so long and the media has taken it for granted for so friggin' long that now you finally have a guy who's like, I don't need you. Sure. I have I have fucking YouTube. I've got Twitter, um, and people hate on him for it. But he's not like uh, he doesn't why? care about you. You don't need to tell my story. I'll tell it. And again, like we discovered, we like I said my opening rant. The media is just uh, they are like they they don't like a lot of them hate him and want to take him down. They mm-hmm. were look at the hostility and the, you, you never saw anything approaching this ever. Like mm-hmm. I said in the last sixteen years, maybe Bush in the beginning because you know he was like all illegitimate. Mm-hmm. Other than that, you've never I seen honestly, anything like this for eight years. And I predicted this. I remember when I said Trump was, uh, uh, when I was like, I was like, whoever, I was like, if Donald Trump wins, you are going to see 
a sudden rediscover by the media of scrutiny of the president, which I'm all for. Sure. But I just think it's funny how having been asleep for eight fucking years and not asking any questions while we're running over the Middle East, droning people into oblivion, deporting, deporting, deporting tens, hundreds of thousands of illegal aliens. All of a sudden, the press now is acting like everything is like the fucking Third Reich is coming down. Yeah. And that's what I don't it's understand. Fucking ridiculous, is- dude. I don't understand the root of the hate against Trump. Like, why is everybody so against him? Is it because he of what he talked about during his campaign? I think, like, honestly, I think it's because he's contemptuous of them. Because he's like, fuck And he's you. blunt. Yeah, and he's blunt, and he talks, and he's he doesn't give a shit. And, like, you know, you, you look at it from the PR angle, like, yeah, he could probably use a little bit more tact, but then you look at it from the Trump he's angle, r- he doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> here's the thing with Trump. That Here's the thing. I you get you take the good with the bad, right? Sure. The good is that he's uh, engaging. He speaks bluntly about mm-hmm. important issues. He doesn't sugarcoat. He says what he's going to do, and he's going to do it. The bad is that he's unfiltered. Mm-hmm. He's not diplomatic. He says whatever fucking pops into his head. He's yeah. not disciplined, and uh, you know. But that's that's part of the package. It's part of it. You and know, I'd rather have the fucking uncouth fucking guy giving it to me straight than the fucking smooth liar I'm like we've had that. like most politicians are who like you. fucking sit there and go well yes and they speak in this bureaucratic gibberish I'm with and, you on and that. they and, and and the media finds it very soothing you mm-hmm. know that's what they're used to mm-hmm. all of a sudden you got this fucking savage coming in there and wrecking <laughs> shit and they yeah. can't handle it i'm with you on that man i mean i do i do appreciate the direct blunt nature of i mean listen speaks. listen to the, the the washington examiner uh, has an article with a bunch of uh, <laughs> fucking Obama aides. And, uh, you know, they're completely unhinged, as you can imagine. Uh, you have one, uh, this chick was a speechwriter for the former first lady, Michelle Obama. Um, and she said, uh, this president is such a radical departure from any Democrat or Republican president in recent memory. I think that was shocking, incredibly frightening, and incredibly jarring. It's like, well, fuck you, dude. This is a, We're in the streets now. Yeah. We're not in your friggin' uh, yeah, and uh, we're not in your safe space anymore. <laughs> yeah, uh, and it's funny, you know. He's boy, he's got a tall order ahead of him because you have had, you've had a long time to infest the federal bureaucracy with people sympathetic to uh, Barack Obama's worldview mm-hmm. and uh, drain that swamp. Why do you think? Where do you think all these leaks are coming from? It's you pretty, know? it's pretty crazy. And you know, it's just frustrating to me too that, for better or for worse, and. I get it. People are upset with Trump, whatever, but he's the fucking president. Whether you like it or not, you got four years of it. And I, I had, I just, I think that, you know, if you're, if you, if you like the country you live in, if you like America, you just stand behind the guy who's running it. Even if you don't like him the most, I mean, I wasn't the biggest fan of George W. Bush, but you still stand by him because he's a fucking president. You want the best. You have to take the cards you dealt with and you have to play your best fucking. You didn't win, dude. You didn't win. Just move past You didn't win. Just do better next time. Get over it. Yeah. Yeah. But they won't, dude. They those won't. lunatics who are running for DNC chair. It's you got you got the you got Keith Ellison, who's part oh of like the God. Muslim Brotherhood or some shit. I don't know if he's part of the Muslim Brotherhood. But you never know. <laughs> <laughs> we like to throw around accusations <laughs> with no merit around here. It's fun, it's um, dude. Did you hear about this? So a pilot was removed from a United Airlines flight uh, from San Antonio, Texas, to San Francisco. A female pilot who was not named. I want to know who that is. I want a name. Yeah, I want a name. The Associated Press reports that the female pilot, who was not named, was not in uniform when boarding the plane recently, so she just gets on the plane with no uniform. Um, the spokesman confirmed that the pilot was shown in videos posted to several social media sites talking to passengers over the aircraft intercom. Uh, 
Persons identifying themselves on passengers on the flight said that the woman appeared to be unstable and was talking about the election, divorce, and other matters. Dude, oh my would God. you? I would get, I'd be like, you know what? This Call the fucking air marshal's army. I'm getting off this fucking plane. Yeah. You're obviously. That's ridiculous. A wacko. Leave your baggage at home, lady. Dude, you're stuck in like a tube with people. Like uh, that would, that is like my worst nightmare. Like the, that German wings flight, the one that the, the crazy guy pilot waited until oh, yeah. his co-pilot went to the shitter yeah. and then he locks the door behind him and he just slowly takes it down into a mountain. Because he's fucking whacked in the head. Nuts. You don't know who the pilots are. You, you're take you're putting your life in their hands. And they're horribly underpaid. See, the ones that, the, yeah, I know. It's weird. It's like uh, the 20 pilots, a year? Yeah, pilots have a weird schedule. Like, I remember, because I talked to a you know a bunch of ours, obviously, when I was working in the government and, like, guys uh, after, at, not in the military, as a civilian contractor, but we had pilots who worked for us. And, uh, yeah, they, 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 it's funny. You, you'll make shit forever until you work up to the very, very big leagues, like flying, like, the big planes, and then you make a good amount. Like, okay. Like, you know, three, 300 grand a year or something but, like that. But, but you're, you don't get that for like years. We're not talking commercial airline pilots either. Are we? No, well, no, they're, they just, but they know the deal. Cause oh, okay. a lot of them like used to work and sure. they're like, dude, you know, they're like, damn, I had like, I had thousands of hours of flight experience and I get out and I go to want to work for, you know, an airline and they're saying, oh yeah, we'll pay you $35,000 a year. That's whack, man. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, for that amount of skill, it's crazy. That's yeah. You get, get paid requisite with experience. Uh, Trump. Uh, continuing your Trump news, he says fucking pop-ups, dude, are killing me. No wonder my, my no wonder my computer keeps crashing. Um, apparently, Trump is going to uh, issue reissue that immigration order, the quote-unquote Muslim ban that wasn't a Muslim ban. It that was never a Muslim lost, ban. I know, but that's part of the propaganda we have now. And that's and that's a, it goes back to what you're talking about the media. People just don't research things enough. They don't dig into it. You don't learn all the facts. It, you're going in half blind. The first, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what it, we. <laughs> Facts don't matter anymore. They don't. Uh, so apparently he's going to uh, maybe release it next week or something. And apparently what he's going to do is uh, it will not include people who already have a visa. And it will also exempt people who hold green cards and who are dual citizens. Now, the old order, which I read on this podcast, uh, it did actually exempt people who held green cards. But somehow that I don't know, that was a mixed message or something. Uh, who knows what happened there? Uh, but you know, it's funny though, because they act like, you know, well, this is safe. Cause you know, now it's like people, he's not targeting people who already hold travel visas. And I'm like, well, since when can we not kick out? Like, like if we were attacked by, you know, a foreign power tomorrow, right? They're all gone. Why couldn't we, why you, you're telling me the president can't instantly say nobody's coming in from that country. Sure. Other countries do it all the time. And and if you, because, uh, and now I know what the counter argument would be like, well, you know, but that's different because you have proof of an attack or an attack happened. And I'm like, well, it doesn't matter though, because he's the ultimate authority. The law is pretty clear, but yeah. Uh, but so apparently he's going to, uh, he's going to try that again. And, you know, uh, maybe they'll find like a different friggin' judge or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. Um, a, for all you shooters out there, uh, you've been very insensitive. All of you, all you people who go to pistol ranges and shoot at targets, um, you're insensitive. And there's a new campaign that is launched that seeking to end the use of black targets at gun ranges. What? I didn't research this, but it, is it, it because it's like because African American people? Well, here's the uh, this is the sil like that's I'm showing that's Will the classic a silhouette. Right yeah, there. It's, a, it's a black silhouette uh, target. Uh, according to the campaign, the black target leads to trigger bias. <laughs> Oh my God! Young, 
And they say young black men are three. I have to open this in a new tab because I want to make sure this is real. But this is too funny to really check on. Um, they, the, this, uh, this campaign says young black men are three times more likely to be shot by trained shooters than their white peers. A disturbing potential correlation. How the most popular data? target for shooters to learn how to use their firearm is a black silhouette. Where Unconscious f- bias can be deadly. Where the fuck does that data come from? Like, do you go out and poll people? Oh, would you be more likely to shoot a black guy? Uh, yeah, black here's guy? the uh, here. Well, they have a whole website, so if it is fake, they they uh, hashtag no more black targets. Yeah, if it is fake, they went through quite oh the effort God. to. Uh, What's the? Uh, I don't know. Jesus <laughs> Christ, dude! What is going on? There's bigger fish to fry, people. No, th- no, there isn't. There's nothing else going on here anymore. You know? Did you know that? Uh, apparently. Um. Yeah, and uh, you know, in case, like I said, getting back to the. Uh, uh, the lunatics we have we have running the state, uh, Kevin De Leon, who I've talked about many times, and you guys recall that he was the one who was talking about these so-called ghost guns, and he that said it could shoot thirty magazines per second or whatever. He came off like a total idiot. That he can't said be something. True. No, he said something like complete gibberish. Okay. That was, yeah, he said like shoot thirty magazines a minute. <laughs> yeah, he was terminology was all <laughs> fucked up. He's a fucking stupid man. Yeah. Anyway, he's trying to pass a law as if we weren't friendly enough. Basically, he's trying to pass a law that says um, there will be no cooperation with ICE at all, even for hardened criminals, MS-13 gangbangers. You're not allowed. So in other words, if like a guy is getting out, uh, like say he's leaving state prison and ICE calls up the guy, ICE calls up the prison and is like, hey, uh, we know know you got this guy in there and we want him because we want to deport him. Unless that guy who answers the phone just happens to know like right off the top of his head where he is and when he's getting out, he cannot spend five seconds on a government computer on government time looking him up in order to provide that information for ICE. And that is a bill that is going through right now, and uh, wow. that's sponsored and written by our friend Kevin DeLeon, who's um, he's also the one, by the way, who last week I played the, vi- I played the audio who said half his family uh, used stolen Social Security numbers and fake green cards. When Jesus. they got here, because, you know, that's just what you have to do. And, oh, well, if your identity was one of the social security numbers that was stolen, fuck yourself. Too that's, bad. That's the guy who's running the state. Dude. <laughs> Can you believe these just, fucking people, dude? Bad moves left and right. Uh, Dumb idea. You know, and uh, the funny thing is Jerry Brown actually uh, vetoed something similar to this before, because even as nutty as he is, he's like, <laughs> dude, look, you, we can't... Uh, we can't do this. Uh, Jerry Brown said, quote, I believe it's unwise to interfere with a sheriff's discretion to comply with a detainer issued for people with these kinds of troubling criminal records. And you know what? That right, like our dopey new senator, Kamala Harris, is tweeting out like, it's outrageous that we're considering deporting people accused of a crime without who are here illegally. And I'm Wh- like, what? Why? Did you read that out loud before you sent it? If you went to a different country illegally and committed a crime, you would be deported so fucking so fast you wouldn't know fast. what hit you so fast that's what that's what always kills me about the argument i'm like oh my god we don't do anything differently than every country in the world does that because it's a good fucking idea it is a good idea you should not have undocumented criminals running around everywhere oh did you hear about this uh this is a war on women will are you ready for the war on women i'm familiar that that there's been a war on women for quite a while this is a real war this is woman hate uh, that so I I demand an investigation. I want politicians drag the curve. Listen to mm. this: a Republican legislator 
and Vietnamese refugee was dragged from the state Senate floor Thursday morning when a Democratic leader ordered her removed after she tried to criticize the late Tom Hayden, a former state senator and vocal opponent of the war in Vietnam. State Senator Janet Nguyen, who's a Republican out of uh, Garden Grove, which is in Orange County, she was born in Saigon. She spoke briefly in Vietnamese, but her microphone was shut off less than 30 seconds after she began to repeat her remarks in English. State Senator Ricardo Lara, Democrat, who was providing over the, presiding over the short floor session, called on Nguyen to sit down a dozen times, telling her she was out of order. Yeah, How dare he, said tell a woman. Doesn't, wow. Wow. This is a war on women. Uh, but when Nguyen continued to read her statement into her dead microphone, Lara took stronger action. Sergeants, please remove Senator Nguyen from the chamber, he said. Have her removed immediately. A pair of sergeant-in-arms who were on their way to Nguyen's seat on the Senate floor grabbed her by the arm and pulled her off the floor. But Nguyen, still shouting out her statement, tried to turn her back towards Lara, forcing the sergeants to redouble their efforts to hustle her away. Now, this... Did you hear about this at no. all? No, what was I she just, saying? I just heard... I don't know. She was talking about... Uh, um, I think she was just basically saying, like, you know, this is like a... Uh, you know, Tom uh, Tom Hayden was a communist sympathizer, probably something like that. Whatever. But uh, th- they put her hands on a woman. I thought this was a, you know, no-no. You ever see... If this was... If the fucking parties were reversed, can you imagine? This no. would have been fucking nation... This would have been breaking news. Like, yeah. constant. But that's like... That's how that shit goes. If, you've, if you're in contempt of the quarries, you're out. You're done. Well, yeah. In some... Somewhat. But I'm just saying that it never works the other way. You it, know? It's, it, yeah. I, I know what you're saying. It's always somebody like saying the wrong shit uh, on... Uh, you know, that happens to not be the politically correct It's always thing the conservatives' say. fault. It's that's never right. the liberals' fault. This... Uh, the Washington Post, dopely, they let this guy named <laughs> Ned Price, who was... Uh, used to work for the CIA and he wrote, because this is what people do now, you know, he quit because he's like, I can no longer serve under this administration. You know, he he wrote, he quit the CIA and and the Washington post gave him room to write an op-ed because that's all the Washington post does now is step down from the CIA to the Washington post. Uh, yeah, but he, he, you know, he, he made it out to be like, this is not about politics. You know, I just can't serve this as a monster. Well, it turned so it's out about politics. It turned out he was, uh, he was a, a big time contributor to Hillary Clinton when she ran. He, he gave her thousands and thousands of dollars. So the Washington post was forced to like run a, a correction at the top. Oh, by the way, after like a bunch of the tweet guy, tw- guys on Twitter yeah. said, Oh, by the way, your boy is not just some <laughs> nonpartisan guy. He, because this guy insisted, like, I think it was in the title of the article, like, I didn't do this out of politics. It's like, yeah, you did. You did. Just say that. Just stop playing pretend. That's all I ask. Be up front. Be up front and say, I quit because uh, he goes against my beliefs and I don't want to do it because uh, I love Hillary Clinton. That's more admirable. There you go. That's way more admirable. Stop it. But they'll do anything. They love these fucking stories. It's an image obsessed country or world we live in now. Everybody has to look perfect all the time. It's virtue signaling. Yeah, constantly. Um, oh, this is. Oh, I, I, I did appreciate this story too. That uh, you know, in Canada now, they're starting to have problems with their border. Oh yeah, did you hear about this? I've been reading about Canada. So, yeah. So apparently, people are streaming across the border into Canada now to escape the evil clutches of Donald Trump and his deportation Nazis. Jesus. So, so Canada's going to have to start deporting them. Right. Well, Canada, first of all, it's way harder to get into Canada than it is in the United States. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they may appear all soft because they've got that weirdo prime minister, Justin <laughs> Trudeau. 
Um, but uh, yeah, apparently people have been like crossing in the snow and uh, getting in there. And so far, the prime minister of saying, no, we're, uh, you know, we're, we're going to play, we're going to, we're going to open asylum. We're a welcoming country and all that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah okay. you say that now Let's see what because, because they say that now because it's only a trickle. Can you imagine once they get like, once it starts getting into open. the hundreds into the thousands. If it goes that bad, you're going to hear, uh, you're going to see them start acting like, you know, these uh, evil Nazis who believe in borders and yeah. stuff like that. I By just the way, think it's funny. After the attack on the mosque, a couple, yeah. like a month ago or whatever, Trump called Trudeau and Trudeau like just totally snubbed him. He, Did was, he? Like, he was calling to like offer apologies. Like, Hey man, I'm sorry this happened to you. And then guys like totally was like, didn't pick up the phone. Wow. Yeah. I didn't hear about that. Yeah. Wow. How dare he? Uh, Trudeau, dude, that guy's, uh, that guy's great. Um, <laughs> geez, just looking at him irritates me. And there was another guy and arm. What is it with army veterans? A guy named Robert Lorenzo Hester Jr. 25 was arrested on Friday and is charged with attempting to provide material support to a foreign terrorist organization. Whoa. He's an army veteran and he was arrested. Uh, he thought what he thought would uh, be a terrorist attack. Uh, of course, this I love. This is all the FBI does now. This guy in Missouri, by the way, reached out to undercover FBI agents posing as Islamic State operatives, ISIS operatives, and said he was willing to assist in a jihadist attack. All right. To me, dude, listen, uh, this is a warning for all of you would be jihadist guys on the internet. It's kind of like the, you know, to catch a predator thing, right? no no underage girl if you think you're talking to an underage girl on the internet who really really wants to have sex with you nah. it's an fbi agent okay yeah. similarly here almost assuredly in america if you're talking to a guy he's gonna be an fbi agent you fucking dumbasses. yeah every time how many how many guys have they snatched up since 9 11 i wonder doing this probably quite a few it's got to be in the thousands I hear stories about this constantly. It's a smart move. Oh, dude. Yeah, he uh, he joined the Army in 2012 and completed basic training, but received a general discharge the following year after violating a number of Army regulations. Oh, whoops. Okay, so he's some shitbag Army guy. Oops. Yeah, whoops. Great. Uh, let's see what else we got. Oh, how much time we got left? Okay, we got a little bit of time left. Um, you know, it was, it was pretty crazy how uh, Trump, talked about sweden and then it erupted in riots wasn't that funny like he, he was everybody made fun of him on twitter all, all the whole time yeah and then it was just true yeah and then and then it turned out like the very next day everybody started rioting that was great that made my that made my whole day um he nailed it yeah he did nail it um what else we got uh we've got the uh listen to this did you hear and this is again and another example of not, things that did not make the news at all uh Rogue congressional staffers took $100,000 from an Iraqi politician while they had administrator-level access to the House of Representatives computer network. The money was a loan from Dr. Ali al-Attar, an Iraqi political figure, and was funneled through a company with impossible-to-decipher financial transactions that the congressional information technology staffers controlled. Imran Awan ringleader of the group that includes his brother Abid and Jamal has provided IT services since 2005 for Florida Democratic Representative Debbie Washerman Schultz. The brothers are from Pakistan. And the trio also worked for dozens of other House Democrats, including members of the Intelligence, Foreign Affairs, and Homeland Security. These positions Jeez. likely gave them access to congressional emails and other sensitive documents. What? 
They're just taking money and that is, dude. You know, there. This again. You'd think this would make the news, no? Like, why, why got, didn't? Yeah, that's pretty important, oh, especially man. if they're if it's impossible to trace transaction. Uh, you know, these there's uh, I'm sure there's a lot, but you know, you can't don't profile or anything. You know, don't profile the brothers. Uh, you know, getting shade money from the guy in uh, Iraq. Don't profile the guy with tattoos all over his face, who wants to uh, wants to murder you in your sleep. Right. This was great too. Um, I just pulled this up. This was a uh, this was a this was a guy in a, this was an imam in Canada, and he's uh he's, let's let's listen to this in a little bit. There is, there is a, this is a very expensive topic uh, on Ikrat al-Din. I especially want to look at one one aspect: uh, the punishment for apostasy when a person in an Islamic state apostatizes, leaves religion. Let Allah be a witness that I'm telling the truth that the punishment for apostasy is death. <laughs> there he goes, straight up. There it is. This is what you're importing into Canada. That's this again, no news. No news. That's that's a terrifying thing to think about. Uh, oh my god. Yeah, well, that's what they you know, this is what they like. This is what they want in their game. Go ahead and have it. Um Will, you uh you were a uh, English major, right? I was, yes. So I'm. You wrote many papers. I have written many papers. Many papers. Um, well, a anti-racist poster in a college writing center insists American grammar is racist. Oh my God! And an unjust language structure. <laughs> this is at Jesus the University Christ. of Washington Tacoma's writing center. And it said, uh, linguistic and writing research has shown clearly for many decades that there is no inherent standard of English. Language is constantly changing. These two facts make it very difficult to justify placing people in hierarchies or restricting opportunities and privileges because of the way people communicate in particular versions of English. Okay. So what they're saying is, how? Da- who are you to say what somebody's gibberish is or is not valid? Yeah. Unbelievable, dude. I mean, He's- there's... These are, these are crazy, but you know what? Again, you can't. These are people teaching your kids. This is at a co- this is a college professor. Sure, I this would is agree. who's shaping and grooming new minds. I well. would agree only to the extent that language is constantly changing, but there's still. I mean, it's all still rooted in a fundamental common language. Language is changing, but there's a difference between the way I talk to you when we're hanging out, you know, uh, sure. bullshitting and a difference. I talk to, you know, a guy in a, in corporate America, in, who's my boss formal versus informal. <laughs> exactly. Every language and everybody knows that difference, has that distinction. Yeah. And that's been going on for as long as there's been humans on this planet. You talk to some people some way, but when it's very important, of course you want to come off as serious, literate sir. and educated and yeah. uh, sound smart and intelligent. Yep, and you're not going and, and to and to think that certain people aren't capable of that—that's the fucking racism. That's of the, the racism part. It is, dude. That's the fucked up part because you, it can be learned. This can all be taught and learned. You don't have to change the system to fit your worldview. You just learn. The head of uh, Italy's anti-discrimination office resigned on Monday. You know why? Did he show his dick to some kids? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're in the ballpark. Oh, I'm in the ballpark. In, well, you know me, so know you know you. what stories I like. Yeah. Uh, resigned on Monday after accusations that government funds meant to promote diversity had been earmarked for gay sex clubs masquerading as <laughs> cultural centers. <laughs> I guess I guess that's a form of diversity. Francesco Spano. This is I said it was Italy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Francesco Spano quit just hours after an investigative TV program showed his department had authorized funding of up to 
55,000 euros each for at least three such clubs. That's a lot of money. Um, the TV show visited the three businesses and found they housed male prostitutes and offered their members so-called dark rooms for sexual mm. encounters. Pizzagate. <laughs> then he got to quit. Oh, my God. You know, I swear, we're missing out on the easy money, Will. We should just open, like, some some bogus human rights thing and start getting, like, George Soros grants, dude. Yeah, dude, we should. We should. Um, you know, it's you. never... It's always awkward when being... Um, you know, if you if you're having a sexual encounter and you know things don't work out, yeah, it's it's always awkward. Thing, sure. Right? Well, a Florida woman uh, claims her boyfriend attacked her, hitting her with a dildo after she criticized his ability to perform in bed. Oh, you know he needs one of those mechanical dicks. Oh my God, dude! She was 58. Ew. He was 42. Ooh. Does he look 42? That's my age. That, Look that, at that guy. That guy looks <laughs> substantially <laughs> worse than you do. Thank you. Uh, Eric Pritch, 42, and Carol Favuza, 58, who both have long rap sheets. Those the Daily our, Mail. The, the Daily Mail pointed out. Those could be our old neighbors. We're both. Oh yeah, big time. Oh my God, you're yeah. right. Uh, they were both under the influence of alcohol. No, during the scuffle, and so. This chick told police that she told her boyfriend, quote, you're not a man, you're a mouse, end quote, while the two were having sex. <laughs> that's when... You're not a man, you're a mouse. That's when this guy reportedly punched her in the face, bit her arm, and struck her in the back several times with plastic dildos. Jesus Christ. Wow, they must, it least sounds like they had uh, you know some shit going on in the bedroom, at least. You know, yeah. It's, uh, it's yeah. pretty healthy. Um, <laughs> uh, this one's just for my sister who lives in Seattle. There's this lunatic Seattle city council member named, uh, Kwashama Sawant. And, uh, she's calling on, uh, the mayor. No, she's calling on Seattle police officers to block president Trump's immigration enforcement agents from detaining immigrants here. Yeah. Good luck with that. Good luck. <laughs> Even the liberal at, so her, her and the liberal ass mayor, Ed Murray, even he is like nut, nut ball, you know, yeah. that you can't do that. That's their jurisdiction. And uh, yeah, she says, <laughs> quote, furthermore, I demand you deploy Seattle police to block ice from seizing immigrants. Again, does any are any of these reporters ever going to ask these people? Well, what about all the immigrants we just deported and 90, 98 percent of them were violent, convicted felons? Yeah. What? Is any reporter ever going to ask that? It's because what what a lot of them leave Fuck. off is the illegal modifier. It's I all, know it's all immigrants. It's like no, no, no. There's plenty of people who are still getting approved for citizenship every day. Yeah, I know we're harping on illegals a lot this week, but there's it's, so many stories. There's another it's one. Everywhere. An illegal immigrant was freed from county jail in Denver despite ICE's request that he stays behind bars. And uh, one week, uh, within weeks after him getting out, he murdered another man. Of course, he there did. you go. There and is. and the De Denver Police Department is trying to uh, is trying to cover their ass by saying, "Oh no, we sent you a fax." They sent a fax like 15 minutes Who before sends they faxes. They sent a fax like 15 minutes before the guy walked out. Oh my god! In, in like the middle of the night, I think. How about you know? a fucking phone call, guy? <laughs> I know, right? This is fucking killing me, man. These people. Yeah. Um, let me see. Okay, let me see how much time we have. Okay, let's get to our uh, let's let's hit the home stretch here. Uh, oh man, this uh, you know these are never these are never pleasant stories. But um, what's the? This is probably the one thing you don't want to do on. Well, there are many things you don't want to do on social media, but this has to be top three, right? Mm -hmm. A uh, a Mississippi woman was accused of having sex with a dog on social media. Wow. Yeah. 
Amy Graves, forty-three years old. There's her mugshot. Ooh, that looks like a looks like a like an Asian man, like a like a '90s era like like Rush like, Hour villain, you know? Yeah, yeah, to, yeah totally. That poor dog. Uh, she was charged on Tuesday. <coughs> excuse me, with unnatural intercourse and bestiality. Uh, there you go. The uh, it was it has not been determined. Oh, this happened because a video publicly posted online of the alleged sex act. So somebody saw this and, chick getting railed out by a dog and videotaped it. Apparently, uh, they said they had has not been determined who votes posted the video. I don't know if she, uh, yeah, the, the dog police, posted it. The, the dog's like, please help me, someone. Uh, yeah, the sheriff said we were able to download pictures from that website that depicted the incident, and, th- and uh, through the investigation, we were able to identify. Leave, stop with the dogs, okay? Just leave the damn dogs. Leave alone. the dog. The dog didn't do anything to you. I mean, what is it with people? That's this is you know I've covered I've covered multiple uh, dogs getting uh, rape. I'm going to say rape, you know, because it's probably, rape. It is it is rape, right? Rape culture exists. They don't want to do that. I mean, nobody wants to do that. Nobody wants. Yeah. Uh, a woman, um, a 76-year-old woman repeatedly beat her 63-year-old boyfriend with a metal baseball bat over the course Damn. of over the course of a day and a half, she told police, after they found the victim unconscious and bloody in a closet in a Northeast D.C. home. Oh, my God. Damn. That's brutal. What? This chick, keep in mind, when I read this next paragraph, this woman is 78 years old. 78. The suspect, Thomasine Bennett, met officers responding to a report of trouble shortly before 1 p.m. on Friday and told them her boyfriend was in the back and made her smoke the street drug Love Boat the previous <laughs> night. You ever smoked Love Boat, Will? I don't even know what the fuck Love I don't, Boat is. I don't know what that is. They don't explain. They assume we know what it is, for Christ's sakes. Bad journalism. Eh, come on. I'm going to look it up. Um, yeah, look that up, would you? Um, and uh, oh, just to, just to put a bow in our illegal immigration thing for this week, another illegal immigrant uh, MS-13 member was allowed to walk free from Rikers Island because uh, they have a sanctuary law too. So there you go. He'll he'll kill somebody one of these days too. Um, oh my God, Love Boat sounds kind of awesome. Does, does it? What is, what do you got? Love Boat is currently associated with three different street drugs. It's marijuana soaked with embalming fluid or formaldehyde. Mm. Marijuana soaked with disassociative hallucinogen PCP or marijuana soaked with both PCP and formaldehyde. Wow. That sounds fucking intense, man. It does sound intense. That's how she could beat him for two days as a 78 year old woman. She was high on PCP. Wow, dude, 78 and she's still doing PCP. Wow. She, <laughs> well, she was forced. Sounds kind of cool. Huh? Other than, other than the, other than the killing part, she sounds kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, I'd party you, with her. I kind of, I kind of have this story here just because this illustrates what I've been talking about the media perfectly. So there's this, there's this, there's this, uh, town in Florida called Lakeland and they put up some sculptures apparently and one of the sculptures is the sculpture of the leg lamp as seen in a Christmas story you know oh it's, yeah and it's of this like yeah. leg it looks exactly like it it's looks like a lamp with a, a leg super on big it. version uh, so they did a story on it and the funny part was the way the article is written makes it clear that this is very inappropriate oh because God. the journalist she says uh, uh, oh here's as this is the journalist talking. When we asked Lisa Baker of Lakeland if she found the sculpture tasteful or tasteless, she said, I think it's really cool. Okay. Okay. Then the next sentence is, Kevin Cook of the city of Lakeland is not at all apologetic about the sculpture. Again, implying that you should be very ashamed of yourself. Okay. And again, next line, we asked Lynn Trebwasser of Lakeland if she found it offensive. Okay. You see where I'm going with this? And, And every single time the person's like, no, I don't think it's a big deal. Um... 
It's a fucking leg lamp. We asked Dale Tanner of Lakeland if he thought it objectified women. When asked if she <laughs> believed if it sent the wrong message to kids and that it may be inappropriate, this is like the journalists like are just going around trying to like say it's bad. Yeah, I demand question. you say it's bad. What the fuck? That's dude. so stupid. Uh, would you want unwanted body fat injected into your penis, Will? I don't know why I would. New trend sees men move excess inches <laughs> into their manhood to make it better. That sounds like a uh, really, really, oh, dude, no way. It's called a penoplasty. This is what they're referring oh, to in the article. Weird. It costs 3,500 pounds, is Britain. Uh, and it can add two inches girth and 1.5 inches length due to increased weight. Mm. So they take your uh, they take your fat gut and then they uh, inject it, it right in your... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that, dude. Oh, God. I love living in this time. I really do. What a time. Isn't it? Isn't it? Uh, it's pretty crazy. Uh, and, uh, there's apparently they're coming out with sex robot resorts. You know, I stay on top of the Ooh. sex robot beat. Would you go to a sex robot resort? Oh, yeah. well, once they get better right now, they look all janky, you know, yeah, like, it's like, like, like were, you know, they look all cheesy like <laughs> I mean, once they look like, you know, badass, <laughs> like Westworld, you know? Oh yeah. Like, would, yeah. It, that'd be cool. Yeah. But you yeah. know, they, uh, they're saying, um, it's like you're fucking the lawnmower. <laughs> yeah. They're saying, uh, Amsterdam is predicted to be the first place to offer glamorous cyborg brothels. Ah, oh, that's just crazy. They say they'll have lifelike warm skin. That's a war <laughs> on women. They're going to put so many women out of work. They are going to. What's going to be once the robots get to the level? If, if you haven't seen Westworld on HBO, watch it. Go, go watch it. It's, it's interesting. But once they get to that point, you know what real women are going to seem you know like stupid like, like why like why i don't have to like i don't have to talk to this woman. i could just turn just her off <laughs> i could just, just flip the off switch off. <laughs> which nobody wants okay <laughs> we want companionship damn it stop yes. will jesus okay and for our final story we'll wrap it up on a high note i um three girls all in their early teens in uh, winnipeg say they were followed by a man through the mall after they were dropped off by one of the girl's mothers. They say at one point, the man who appeared to be in his forties came up behind them and almost touched them. He was also apparently holding some sort of shiny cylinder and paper towel. At one point, my daughter reached up to scratch her back and she felt her back was covered in some sort of sticky wet liquid. Oh my God. Is this the return to the jizz guy? The mother believes the substance is semen. Yeah. It's like that guy in Walmart who got busted. Yeah, there you go. And the cops are uh, the cops are investigating. There, <laughs> that is some sort of weird kink, man. It, dude, kinks are only going to get weirder too. Oh God! As people keep what's developing just, neuroses, just have sex with people. Yeah. What's wrong? What's wrong with these? Can they not find people? Or I would assume that the majority of people who have a kink like that are probably oh, undesirable and for you know, like physically or whatever. Oh man, just hire a prostitute, man. You know, my my. Uh, <laughs> my my rant at the beginning cost us some time i mean i'm I'm gonna have to skip the story of the builder who accidentally fired a nail gun into his own penis <laughs> i'm gonna have to skip the story of the transgender wrestler uh. and the uh the oral suction circumcision that causes babies to contract herpes because the orthodox jew guy sucks on the penis part after they do the circumcision that's a little fucking it's caused yeah so anyway but wow. uh, we're out of time there's good shit out there folks there's a lot of will thanks for dude 
Well, thank you know somebody. I'm gonna I'm gonna dime out my brother who was supposed to come on tonight because he's in town, but he had a family obligation and couldn't Can't get away. Him. So Will fucking stepped up, fucking happy champion, here, dude. Always, I always happy to come on. It's fun to talk about this crazy new shit. It is. It's, it's what a world, fun. you know. And the thing is, you have to understand. You know, I know. You know, some people would say I'm partisan. The thing is, like, I don't like I. Have a sense of humor, dude. We, this is the yeah. world is absurd. I enjoy the absurdity. I enjoy yeah. the chaos. It's fun. You know, what do you want? Boring old Obama back, droning on and on about. Shut up. Yeah, I'll take Sean Spicer all day. That's great, day. dude. Spicy Spicer. That guy's funny. And the shit. people who hate Trump will never admit it, but it's like a love. They love to hate, though. This it's, is what they live for. You it's know? like a weird Stockholm yeah. syndrome almost. Like yeah. they're, they're so obsessed. Like I, I'm always a big fan of if you don't like somebody, just fucking ignore them. Yeah. But if you, if you, I think hate is not the opposite <laughs> that, of love. Oh, indifferences. That's, that's right. And if you really don't like him, just don't pay attention. To I him. think it's great. Yeah. I, I love the chaos. Uh, but that's yeah, kind of well, fun. oh, and by the way, big news for you people. Uh, first of all, go leave me a uh, review on iTunes if you can, because that's how they review. And some of you have left me very nice reviews. Thank you. For, if you don't like it, leave me a shit review. Leave this man a review. Leave a review. Go to iTunes already. God damn it. We want to um, hear what you think. Uh, some big news. I'm going to be on the Soft Rep Radio podcast oh, this Sunday. Congratulations. So uh, I'm going to be on with Ian. Ian asked me to come on. Um, we are going to have apparently a uh, another PJ is coming on who wrote a book. Great. And uh, he wrote he he was shot in the head and survived. No shit. Is yeah. this a, is it a live live podcast? Uh, I believe it's the same thing we do. You know, they record it and okay. upload it. So, uh, but that should be fun. I've never been on. Software radio before. I know a lot of people have bugged Ian on Twitter to have me on, and it uh, it should be a lot of fun. That's very cool. So I'm looking forward to that. So uh, everybody, if you um, if you can go ahead and download Software Radio sure. too, and uh, that's going to do it for us. It I is Friday night. Real quick, yeah. uh, I I've been reading Software Rep a lot recently. It's worth a subscription, folks. If yeah. you're out there, it's good shit. It's great news, and you get to hear from a really unique veteran perspective. I yeah. fucking love it, man. And it's don't good you shit. know? And and I write about absurd stuff like penis injuries sure. and sex robots <laughs> and stuff of, like that. But there's, there's a, a but there you know. But we there. have we have a lot of guys you know like Derek who who writes about you know Al Shabab and we've got obviously Jack writes a lot about Syria and they, they know their shit you know they've yeah. been there and they know these spots and these guys are you know special you know green berets and they shit. know what they're talking about so get over there and uh, in a world of bullshit news it is good shit yeah and you know and but it's funny when you put yourself out there people do come after you that's for sure yeah, I've happens. seen it firsthand all right, uh, Will, that'll do it. Friday night. Let's get Friday the hell night. out of here. What do you say, buddy? Everybody. Some weed. <laughs> it's legal. <laughs> it's, I quit my job. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> All right, everybody, have a great night. Thank you very much for listening. It's an honor uh, and a privilege. And I hope you enjoy uh, listening to this as much as I enjoy doing it. With that said, we will see you next week. Oh!